Crypto Watch is presented by theconstantinvestor.com. I'm Alan Kohler, and every day my writing and podcasts put the financial world into context with a focus on the issues that matter. Join us today. It's only a dollar for the first month. And now it's time for this week's Crypto Watch. Greg Demopoulos here with this week's interview for The Constant Investor. And today it's with Gregory Vandenberg, the co-founder and chief executive officer of Bankeris, the world's first private wealth management platform powered by AI and built on the blockchain. I spoke to Greg to find out more about it all. Greg, thanks so much for joining me today. To start with, can you just explain what Bankeris is? Sure. Bankoris is a marketplace for high net worth individuals to access crypto. Crypto, Basically, what this means is both security tokens, which is tokenized real estate, uh, venture capital, hedge fund, as well as utility tokens. So we provide a seamless solution for them to manage their blockchain assets uh, on our platform. So see it a little bit like Amazon. On the one hand, we have different vendors of security tokens and normal tokens. And on the other hand, we have several clients for whom we give a curated way of accessing the marketplace. We take care of the custody. We take care of any types of compliance, borrowing and lending. It's really a one-stop shop for them to access crypto. And where did the inspiration for the business come from? Um, we are a four-year-old business. Uh, we started um, as the first robo-advisor of China, and the inspiration for the first robo-advisor of China uh, came with basically uh, me being an MBA student in China at the Chengkong Graduate School of Business. And there I had a roommate who told me this amazing story of how he bought several investment products in China uh, that went almost to zero, and he lost a lot of money for his kid's college fund. And talking with him, he asked me what he liked to invest in. Uh, and I then basically I then basically uh, tell him, look, I what I do with my portfolio is I do several ETFs, exchange-traded funds, that I then rebalance. And I then made a similar product for him. He liked it. His parents liked it, his family liked it, his friends liked it. And before I knew it, we knew we had a business. And that's sort of the first robo-advisor of China came out of that called Meetsai. And then we built, uh, we're currently the market leader in China for software for private wealth management, specifically for family offices and high net worth individuals. Uh, we currently have over 200,000 uh, family offices that use a piece of our software for their financial wealth management. And we were been using blockchain for a while, uh, primarily on the audit trail for transactions, KYC, etc. And for us, the step was taken uh, a year ago uh, to basically, rather than just put the data about the asset on the chain, we can actually digitalize the asset and put that one uh, on the chain. And that's how the whole security token idea started. And you mentioned you were one of the, not one of the first, the first uh, robo-advisor in China. How many more are there in the market now? And did you face much backlash from the Chinese government when it comes to regulation? Uh, There are hundreds of robo-advisors now in China. 
in, in or hundreds of companies that claim to be uh, offering robo advisory services. Uh, we were the first, and we still are the market leader in providing of the B two B technology uh, for robo advisory to people. Um, for us, we basically, uh, in terms of talking with the with the with the regulator, we we talk you know, a lot with the regulator. Uh, the regulator, of course, is uh, very much in favor of protecting investors and uh, robo advisory uh, investing in index funds, etc. Provides uh, regular investors with a very easy way uh, to invest in a low volatility uh, portfolio. Um, so yeah, we have a good relationship with the uh, regulation. Now, I believe your platform runs on the NEM blockchain. Why did you choose NEM? Uh, we actually uh, use different chains, uh, one of which is NEM. Um, we have to use different chains uh, because uh, most security tokens are built on different chains. Uh, many are built on the Ethereum blockchain, which we use as well. Uh, we are an ERC-20 token, uh, as well as uh, different different types of chains that can hold smart assets, uh, NEM being one of them. NEM has some advantages um, in terms of the operability, in terms of the uh, smart contracts. Uh, building a smart contract on NEM uh, is relatively easy. But again, we, we, we support several other, other chains as well. Um, Lan Wang, the president of NEM, he's a you know, investor in us as well. Um, so we have a, a relationship with them, but we use other, other chains as well. We are a big believer also in atomic swaps. Uh, so these are uh, uh, these enable uh, that a smart contract can move from one particular chain to another. And specifically in the security token space, where everything should be fully decentralized, it should not matter what chain your security token is built on, everybody should be able to access it. So atomic swaps are going to be quite important in that space. And we fully support companies that work on atomic swaps. Now, Greg, I believe your platform, Bankerus, allows people to convert real-world assets, so real estate, for example, into cryptocurrency assets. Can you just explain uh, to me more about how that all works? Absolutely. We have one uh, module called BeTokenize. Uh, most of the time, we work with third parties that already have, uh, in their local jurisdiction, a record of success of uh, tokenizing assets, uh, real-world assets. Uh, the way how this normally works is... Uh, imagine I have a particular asset. Let's say I have a, uh, a house in uh, San Francisco, and um, I would like to create the you know the San Francisco house token. The way I go about it is I take the house and I put it into a trust. Uh, a trust is a vehicle, a legal vehicle, uh, a legal entity that's been around for for hundreds of years um, that's being used to to transfer wealth. And I put the house in the trust, and then. The trust becomes de facto the owner of the house, and then the beneficial owner of the trusts uh, are basically all the wallet addresses that own uh, the tokens of the house. So I can say in the trust there are a hundred thousand uh, or a million uh, token holders or tokens, and then each token holder uh, has has a a piece a piece of the of the house. So that is technically or legally how, how tokenization works. Now, in other jurisdictions, uh, there, there are other vehicles, such as a trust or a company or a corporation or entity or 
something similar uh, to it. But that's that's more or less the way that tokenization of real-world assets works. Are you mainly aiming this business towards Chinese locals or are you also aiming it at expats that live in China? Oh, for us, it is global. So we have an office now in San Francisco. We have people in London, in Singapore. Uh, so for us, it is, it, is, it is really, you know, using expertise that we have. And of course, we have an edge in the, in the sort of greater China markets, but the, the platform is open for, for everybody. And when it comes to, I just want to sort of zero in on the Chinese market, China obviously has very strict controls about how much money can be pulled out of the country at any one period of time. Are there protections in there that the government has forced upon you? Say, I have a million dollars worth of, say, property. I convert that to a cryptocurrency asset, say, Bitcoin. What's stopping me from then sending that Bitcoin offshore and moving it out of the country what's what protections are there have the chinese put any on you to make sure that that doesn't happen so uh we when we do the tokenization uh it's not that we actually are the ones that uh convert the property into into bitcoin so what we would do is we would take the property and convert it into uh the property token and so that property token so uh, will will be uh, restricted by the local laws and jurisdictions. So um, we are not in the business of 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 you know converting uh, in, in in that property token ourselves into fiat and then and then moving it uh, in different jurisdictions. Every jurisdiction we operate in, uh, including China, we abide in the strictest way to the uh, laws of the of the country. So China, for example, as you know, has has um, um, a a very strict capital control. So we do not touch it. Uh, however, a lot of the uh, high net worth, uh, their money is you know technically overseas. So that that funds we we we, we can use if the if the source of the funds is is from the right jurisdiction, we can we can use it and they can access the platform. For every person that is on the platform. We did write anti-money laundering, KYC, etc. And only when they passed it, they can actually use the platform as well. I'm just trying to understand what the advantage is of converting uh, like property into, into these tokens. What is the advantage of doing so? There are a few advantages. Uh, a main advantage is for the, for the uh, investor is that as an investor, uh, you are able to, first of all, access a much more diverse portfolio of uh, investments. So currently, if you, let's say, have $100,000 and you would like to invest globally in different asset classes, real estate, gold, uh, uh, precious metals, uh, farmland, venture capital, private equity, well, with $100,000, you cannot do that much, uh, or even with $10,000. With tokens, you can basically say, "Oh, I I I put five dollars in, you know, a house in San Francisco. I put five dollars in a house in uh, New York. Five dollars in a house in Singapore. Five dollars in a house in in you know a chateau in France. Five dollars in a piece of wine, venture capital, you know, etc." And I'm ultimately diversified in the same way that now, when you are you know you have a very very high net worth individual, you can invest in a very very diversified way. And you can really access that type of diversification. So that's point one, is diversification for the investor. The second point is liquidity. So tokenization 
adds unleashes a lot of liquidity and a lot of wealth in the system. Um, currently, a lot of investments like real estate, like farmland, like venture capital, like private equity, if I say you have to sell it tomorrow, then it's very difficult to do. And you probably have to give a very, very large discount to the people that you are that are willing to buy it. Um, that is not good. That's something we've seen in, you know, during the during the crisis of 2008, many people are forced to sell their house uh, or default on their house without being able to get some liquidity. Um, when you tokenize uh, your house, you can actually sell off a small part of your house, get liquidity, but still have all the benefits of your house, i.e. Living, living in your house. Um, if you're an asset owner, this gives you a lot more uh, possibility. Uh, for example, you can uh, sell parts of the asset. So imagine you have a, a piece of property. Let's say it's worth $100 million. If you would tokenize it, I, if you would make the asset liquid, then technically the value of the, of the house would go from $100 million to $120 or $130 uh, million because the liquidity premium in economics is 20 to 30% of the, uh, of the actual uh, value. So the difference between two assets that are exactly the same, but one is liquid, one is not, is 20 to 30%. So this is really, really beneficial for uh, many of the, of the uh, property, property holders. And uh, I think a third benefit, which is a, a, a benefit for, for, for everybody, uh, and for especially our generation, is that the biggest problem of our generation worldwide, in Singapore, in China, in America, in Australia, is getting on the property ladder. And so currently, compared to our parents, we have to work much longer to get the down payment, to get a house, to get on the property ladder. And then we start to pay off our mortgage throughout our lifetimes. Um, that was not the case with our parents' generation. With tokenization, however, the whole way real estate works will shift. Because as soon as I get my first paycheck, I will be able to buy a particular token of a house with an option to gradually acquire more and more of the house throughout my lifetime. I just want to jump ship now to a different topic. I believe your platform is launching its own token soon. For those that would like to purchase it, what are they actually investing in? Great question. Our token, BKT, Bancorus token, has uh, several crypto economic uh, features. Uh, the first of all, the token is the main network token, which means um, of the people that are already using our platform, they can buy and sell the technology with the token. Uh, we pay uh, third party people that focus on AML, uh, KYC, etc., cetera, uh, with the token, um, as well as um, any type of yeah any type of party that that uses the token. Also, if you transact on the platform, you can transact with you know the main currencies similar to an exchange. However, if you use our token, you will get a discount in terms of transaction fees to uh, to the to the trades. That initially will be around fifty percent. Uh, secondly, um, similar to a private bank, we will have different types of membership. Uh, of the token, so uh, of, of the platform. So we will have a silver membership, a gold membership, and a platinum membership. And depending on how many tokens you 
you you you stake within the system uh you put on a smart contract you will get particular access early access to tokens so for example if we have a very rare asset let's say there's a picasso that is tokenized on our platform and that will be sold to people then this particular asset uh will be first available to the platinum holders to buy outright or let's say a house we would offer a house in let's say new zealand up for sale and then the platinum owners or gold owners they can bid for it and they can bid for 100 percent of the token so then the, the entire asset is theirs so there are a lot of yeah benefits to that and then thirdly um we need people within the network to stake and to ensure uh, that the network runs smoothly and so for those people that stake uh, their tokens on the network, uh, we will take 20% of the net fees of the platform and we will reward them uh, or we will be able, they will be able to claim as part of their staking efforts uh, part of these, of these tokens. So that is how, how it will work. So every quarter, we will go then take part of the net profits, go to the exchanges, buy our token back, and then the stakers will be rewarded for their staking uh, with our own token. I just want to drill in to who your product is marketing towards and who can actually use it. Now, it's clearly a product for high net worth individuals. Is there a minimum amount of investment that they need to have to be able to use the platform? No, the platform has no minimum amounts. However, because of regulatory reasons, some tokens, specifically those that focus on uh, VC or private equity tokens, they will have some minimums uh, in there, depending on the jurisdiction they're in or depending on the the token vendor, as it were. Um, but for us to use the platform and to use most tokens, there is no minimum. So it is really open to everybody. However, we as a company have to make the strategic decision to focus on a particular class uh, of people first. And so, you know, it's a little bit similar to Tesla. Tesla's mission is to have electricity uh, run the main energy rather than fuel. And so for us, the mission is we believe in a world where everybody will be able to have the same sophisticated investment as very, very wealthy people have at the moment. And we believe in a world where in this and a few years time, you'll be able to hold all your wealth in the form of tokens. And so we have to start somewhere. And the first people that came to us were these high net worth that would like to create liquidity in their platform, uh, as well as a lot of crypto high net worth that are looking to diversify their assets. Greg, do you have any closing thoughts on the cryptocurrency space for the year? I believe this is a paradigm shift. as you, as you see, I think 2018 will really be the year that we'll see a lot of great, great assets being tokenized and being put in the hands of many, many investors. Like there's a team working on the Plaza Hotel tokenization that we're involved with. Um, and, and you'll see this more in Singapore, in, in Hong Kong, in, in Australia, New Zealand, America. Uh, Latin America, and and this would really, I think, in in sort of wealth management, will be a paradigm shift, even bigger the way that um, that internet changed media, blockchain will change the way wealth management is being done in a fully decentralized way. 
So it's really a big, big paradigm shift. And the way that the regulatory-wise everything is, is, is moving, uh, a lot will be focusing on security tokens, security assets. And that's exactly uh, where we, as the bigger player in Asia, uh, focus on, on this security token side. Greg, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And if people uh, would like to know more, the best way is to join uh, our Telegram group chat, which is t.me slash Bancorus, B-A-N-K-O-R-U-S, like Dinosaurus. That's really the best way. That was Gregory Vandenberg, the co-founder and chief executive officer of Bancorus. Bancorus.